Hello, everybody. This is Chris Blair, voice of the national champion Fighting Tigers of LSU. And you're locked in to the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Middle Georgia's number one voice of community and collegiate sports. Go Tigers. This is Mike Conti of Atlanta United and the Atlanta Hawks Radio Networks. You're listening to Middle Georgia's number one team for community and collegiate sports from Atlanta to Savannah. It's the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Hey, this is Andy Demetra, voice of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. And when I want to know what's going on in Middle Georgia sports, there's only one place I go. It's the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Your place for community and collegiate sports. Guys, take it away. All right, welcome into another Rob, Ben, and Joe show. Hanging out here with you on a Thursday, and uh, it is just a beautiful day to be talking football. It's hot as Hades outside, <laughs> Rob, and I'm glad I'm not out there. I know. It makes you feel, though, you know that the football kickoff is That's right. real close. That's right. It's this hot. You know it. Kids still preparing to go. The latest word from the GHSA is that uh, the September 4th date is the day still. To move forward, though, you've had uh, three schools from around the state that have said, nah, we're not going to play, three organizations. But all in all, everything rolling right ahead, and that's what we're happy for. On the college level, we had some folks on the West Coast out there that couldn't hang. We expect it. Yep. Those guys play a little softer ball. I'm just going to poke fun at them right now. In yep. uh, all seriousness, I understand, but we're going to poke fun at you because you gave it up. And it's <laughs> They're mentally, a little mentally weak. <laughs> there you go. So uh, either way, we got a good show lined up for you here tonight. Uh, we're, we are doing, I love it, uh, Rob, because tonight, Ben, we've got the, we've got a, a, a good team, a, a great program from North Georgia and Oconee County. And Coach Travis Nolan, we're going to bring on here in just a minute. And then also, we got somebody else from the region of Boom down there in uh, Region 2 with uh, Lanier County down in the Valdosta area with uh, Coach Kurt Williams going to be on a chat with us in just a little bit as well. So uh, good stuff all the way around, and we will start in North Georgia. We got Coach Travis Nolan on the phone with us here. Coach, how you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for having us on. Yes, sir. And, uh, Coach, uh, you know, you might have heard me mention this uh, just coming on of the year. You are, you're up there in my neck of the woods. Uh, I'm originally from Toccoa, Stevens County, and uh, – you not only coach there at Stevens County, but you're playing one of those teams that, my goodness gracious, we know are are really tough in the Oconee County Warriors up there. You guys have a great program, so uh, that's what we're here to talk about tonight. What you got going up on in Oconee County right now, getting ready for football? Well, we're just working hard every day, trying to get a little better. Um, you know, we, we're a little different than some people. We practice at 6 a.m. every day, so y'all heard you talking about how hot it was. And, uh, <laughs> we avoid that as much as possible, and we think that... Uh, that gives us an advantage as, as the season progresses because, you know, it just takes a, the heat takes a lot out of you. It doesn't matter how strong you are. And so we feel like we're just in it one day a week uh, on game night. Uh, it gives us an advantage as opposed to being out in it every single day. Absolutely. That is a, a smart plan. And we used to do a little bit of that morning practice too. But Rob, I know you guys probably did as well. Yeah, we did it a lot when we were at Mercer. That's all we did was practice in the morning. We had, we had 6 a.m. practices and then it would rotate, uh, two days was 6 a.m. and the other two days were 7. So I enjoyed practice in the morning though. You get it in, you're fresh. You don't have to stand all day, go to class, all that stuff. Hit it first thing. So that was, that was always good for us. That's right. It is good stuff. Coach, uh, let's talk a little bit real quick here. I'd like you to set the scene. We had some friends that join us on our social media page uh, when we promote, you know, who we're going to have on the show every week. And, they uh, probably didn't have any when they saw my name. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had some friends poking at us going, you mean up there in AAA, those guys are 
playing good football. You know, they're just ribbing at us. And I was like, shoot, yeah, there's some good ballers up there. So uh, let's talk about some of those ballers you got on your team there, Coach. Well, you know, uh, we were 4A last year, so I guess it doesn't uh, – I guess uh, it's my take on, you know, only 7A is only people that really play good football instead of good, 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 according <laughs> to some people. That's about right, uh, <laughs> You know, it's – Everything else is small time and that's big time, but, um, <laughs> now we have, we have a good nucleus of players coming back. Uh, we got Wes Weeks, who's, uh, a Virginia commit, who's an outstanding player. He plays a little bit of everything for us and, uh, still could possibly be our quarterback if, if that competition doesn't shake out. Um, we got, uh, Carson Stocklinski, who is a returning offensive and defensive lineman. He played just about every snap for us last year on both sides of the ball. Now, that's a name uh, I couldn't say football. three times in a hurry right there, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have Jake Johnson returning as a wideout tight end, which is Max's smaller, or younger brother, not smaller. Um, he's a really good player. Uh, we have Elijah Ham returning as a, a free safety, be a second-year starter that has a – he's committed to Northern – Iowa. Um, we have Justin Coleman, who's a returning linebacker, who had a really good game in the state championship game last year. And uh, so we have a good nucleus of guys. Uh, Rob Boz will be a three-year starter returning at center. Um, and, and so we're excited about our team. Uh, we're we still got a long way to go, but uh, right now we're just working, trying to get a little better each day. Oh, well, good stuff, Coach. And I just want to ask you uh, a little bit about uh, – I'm sorry, we're over here playing with dials on our headsets. <laughs> we're, we're easily amused, Coach. But uh, I want you to tell me just a little bit about what you mentioned, the reorganization there, right? And you got some of those good players that you mentioned, the VT Connects and some other good folks there. Um, tell us a little bit about the competition as far as moving from that uh, quad A down to triple A and what the reorganization has been for you and who you're, who you're scouting hard against. I'm sure everybody, but – yeah, well, you know, I think 3A is just as tough, if not tougher, than, than 4A. There's some really, really good football. We spent a lot of years there at 3A when we were at Stevens County. And uh, at both schools I've been at, we've always just gone up or down to 3A to 4A at Stevens and at Oconee. But, um, you know, Hart County's in our region, and they're they're projected to be a very good football team. they got a lot of returning players, and they had a deep run into the playoffs. Uh, Monroe area has been really solid the last two or three years. And of course, Stevens County is, uh, you know, I feel like they're a sleeping giant that's getting ready to come out of their shell. They've had a couple of tough years back to back, but I think they're going to be, uh, a really well coached and good team. And, you know, then you got Franklin County and East Jackson, who I don't know very much about because we haven't crossed paths with them. Stevens County went down with us. They were in our region in 4A. So. We're real familiar with them, um, but Monroe area, Hart, Franklin, and East Jackson, we haven't seen in, in several years. Yeah, the uh, the Franklin County and and those teams that you mentioned there, East Jackson, I, I don't I don't think East Jackson even existed the last time I was up there playing ball. <laughs> but yeah. uh, Franklin County was, uh, you know, they've turned out some good athletes over there, and uh, they've had an up and down program, but they've they've come up lately. Yeah, coach. This is no Rob. This is this is Rob here. You got a uh, you got when you when you go into a new region in, in Dublin and some of the local teams here in our area are going through the same thing, going down, changing who's in their region. You kind of get used to your, your certain teams that you play. You got your rivals and all that kind of stuff. So um, now that you're moving down, um, or did y'all 
were y'all able to keep a rivalry game, or did y'all kind of lose that completely? No, we were very fortunate. You know, we uh, were able to keep North Oconee, who, who stayed 4A. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's our, our number one rival game. But then we also have uh, Clark Central and Cedar Shoals. Uh, we've played them the last five years, six years, I think. And we were able to keep both of those uh, on the schedule. And they're both very talented and very good programs. And North, you know, uh, had two great years back-to-back. So, you know, the sad part about the robbery games right now is just the uncertainty of how many people get to come watch those games. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, that's a concern because you know, both financially and then just it's just sad that the kids don't get to experience that atmosphere. Um, but, no, we've been able to keep those those teams that we consider rival teams. And then we picked up Rabin County, who's a really loaded football team, and, and look forward to playing them. And then we're playing a middle Georgia team and veterans. So, we got a very tough non-region game. I think three out of we got three teams on our schedule ranked in the top three in their classification, and uh, so we definitely got our hands full. I was about to say, goodness gracious, you got you you're hitting it at a, at a pretty hard time. Raven County's got a pretty decent quarterback. Yeah, Gunner's, pretty, Gunner's pretty good. I heard he's, got a pretty, he's not bad. Yeah, he's, not, he's, not, he's not bad. And then you you can come down here in Middle Georgia and play, so you get it you get it all across the board. But yeah, we're it's disappointing because you don't really know about the rivalry games. I remember looking forward to all those games when you're in high school. You you know that's the, the the your rivalry games that that all the fans come out. You, the gates are good for the the schools, the concessions are good, and it's it's just an added level of hype. And we always like to, and you'll still get this, I guess, and you can kind of speak to this a little bit, but at least you'll still kind of get of a barometer of where your team's at, you know, about, you know, well, if we played North Oconee here and we beat them or we're close, it'll still give you somewhat of a barometer of how your team is performing and how prepared they are um, versus not playing them at all. Oh, there's no doubt. You know, I've always believed in uh, playing quality opponents and um, playing good teams, and then that's the uh, the most unfortunate thing of playing in a state championship game on a, uh, a, a recycle of regions is nobody wants to play you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I keep telling them, well, that was last year's team. We've got to meet a lot of people, you know. But, uh, but now we're excited about who we're getting to play. Again, three of those five game, teams we've been playing for a lot of years, and they've all been really good games, tough games with great environments. And, uh, you know, and then we, we've always tried to take a long road trip somewhere, and that's that's why we schedule veterans. Even though they're coming to our place this first year, I like for the kids to have to travel one time in non-region to, to sort of prepare for the playoffs if you have to do that. And then, uh, you know, and we're excited about playing Raven County because they've got a great program and got a lot of respect for them, but I think that would be a good trip up there into the mountains too. Well, Coach, let me ask you this because, uh, again, being from Tacoa and now a transplant here to Middle Georgia and talking to all these boys, there's some good football here in Middle Georgia and even south. We've got uh, Kurt Williams, the coach of uh, Lanier County, coming on in just a few minutes with us. But uh, why don't you uh, share some of that North Georgia atmosphere, if you can, with us, uh, Coach Nolan, and talk a little bit about uh, outside of your home stadium. I know that's probably your best place to play. Tell us one of those environments up there in North Georgia that you just really enjoy going to or seeing football in on a Friday night. Well, I enjoyed the reservation my entire time at uh, oh yeah Tacoa in Stevens County, Tacoa, because that's a that's a unique place with a lot of tradition. I've always enjoyed Hart County. Uh, that was our rival when we were at Stevens County, and uh, 
you know, but there's there's some tough places to play up here. Uh, Jefferson is a really tough mm-hmm. uh, venue to go try to get a win in, and um, always have a great crowd and atmosphere. And um, you know, then our rival games, like I said, they're rival games, so they're always very packed and yeah. full of uh, full of enthusiasm. But um, you know, there's a lot to be said about the football in Northeast Georgia. There's some really good programs from one one A through six A, and uh, you know, I got a lot of respect for the coaches up here because I think a lot of them do a really good job of coaching. Yeah, absolutely. Talking about coaches, kind of leading into right into my next question: Is there a coach, um, and you may or may not have one, um, but is there a coach in uh, in either in any of your region games or non-region games that you kind of mark on the schedule that you that maybe knows your tendencies or your game a little bit more that you have to put a little bit more into um, than schools that you're not familiar with. Is there another coach that you have up there like that? No. Uh, coach, we're not very hard to figure out. So we're going to do what we do. And we'll tell you what, what we're getting ready to do. And, and if we can do it, we're going to beat you. And it doesn't matter. But if we can't, you're going to beat us. But, uh, no, you know, um, really because of the, the way the regions have changed and moved around and, you know, there's not, there's not like that one team that, that we've played so many years time after time. Now it was that way in Stevens County when we played Hart County nine years in a row and yeah. Brandon County, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, right. we're not in that situation here right now. So, uh, but we're excited about having <clears throat> a new region and new opponents and, uh, we know it's going to be tough, and, and it's going to be a challenge from top to bottom. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, talking about uh, on the offensive side of the ball for you guys, um, you talked about some um, some of your players earlier, but you, do you have a lot returning there? How's the outlook um, as far as starters and stuff go for the offensive side of the ball for you heading into the uh, we, We've got six, restart, uh, six starters returning Um on offense and seven returning on defense. So it's a good mix. You know, the biggest thing is you don't replace a four star division one quarterback, uh, overnight. So, <laughs> you know, and then we didn't, didn't get spring practice or summer ball to, to try to get somebody ready. So that's, that's an interesting challenge for us right now. You mean you don't have those quarterbacks and spades up there, coach? <laughs> no, well, we might surprise you. <laughs> that's uh, that's worth a whole lot. This has been here, and uh, how how um how much do you feel? Uh, how much talk do you put into some of those guys? Um, your your six starters on the offense, your seven on defense, coming in and really kind of grooming some of those guys that are going to have to fill in that were your every down players. I'm sure some of the guys that are stepping in got PT last year, but um, how much talk do you put into some of those seniors really having to step up and? Be leaders for some of those other guys really having to tote the bell and not be a uh, you know um, fill-in guy. Right. Well, I think um, you know if we have an advantage, it is that because we've got some really really quality senior leaders. Um, they're good. They're good students. Uh, so they lead in the classroom and in the hallways, and they lead in the weight room. And they lead when we're running, and they don't do it with their mouth. So um, that that part. I feel really confident about, but until those guys that we're counting on to do what you're asking those seniors to lead them to do actually get to do it, you don't know. So um, that's the part that's been tough about not having the summer OTAs and not being able to have scrimmage games. I mean, we're not going to find out till we go take the field. And uh, it's a little different than, 
years past, but for us to get the opportunity to go play, considering what all we've been through, we'll take it any way we can get it. Yeah, absolutely. I would just be hungry to be able to get there and roll the, <laughs> roll the ball out. But you know, it's kind of, it's kind of odd. You won't have any of those, uh, mulligans per se to see if a guy's going to be able to kind of hang in there and see if he's going to be able to do this or that. There's only so much you can, you can tell from, uh, you know, right. a, a practice setting. Cause some kids, Coach, I don't, I mean, it, it ain't changed much. It's been about, it's been about eight years since I've, uh, played high school football and then college. But, uh, I, you know, some kids, they, they don't really care to play too much when the practice lights are on. But when Friday night rolls around, you can find, there's a, there's a couple guys that, uh, tend to, um, turn it on a little bit, you know? <laughs> well, I hope, I hope you're right. Cause we get to find those guys. We're, we're a million rep team. We gotta have a million reps or something before we can do it. We don't have a guy that can just flip the switch and the lights come on. <laughs> well, maybe you'll have one. We had a couple that just, uh, Coach Holmes always told us, he said, you know, that son of a gun over there, he hates, man, he hates to practice, but boy, can he turn it on Friday night. So maybe, maybe you'll get lucky and have you one of those this year. Well, Roger Holmes is a good friend of mine, so I'm going to call him and ask him what the secret to that is. Yeah. <laughs> tell him, tell him those East boys are just beat, you know, tell, telling all his secrets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rob and Ben, of course, had the pleasure of playing for Coach Holmes, and, and we've called their play-by-play for the past uh, few years. Uh, including championship season last year. And I'll tell you what, he is indeed a funny character to hang out with and uh, to talk football with, no doubt about that. God, I talked to him last night, as a matter of fact. So <laughs> honey hush, man. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so, Coach, let me ask you this. Just looking at Region 8 here, you know, you mentioned East Jackson. you got Franklin, Hart County, Monroe, Oconee, and Stevens in the region. Uh, what is the – I was looking for the predictions of, of the region this year, but I figured no better place than just to ask you about uh, what you think the region's going to stack out like here this year. So fire away, I Coach. No, I, 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 I have no idea. I had not really watched much film on any of them. I'm so worried about those. No, they're, they're, they're a triple option. Uh, Jefferson's triple option. You know, uh, honestly, the, a, a lot of triple option team, I think, and so it – that's the only the only thing I can think of that's you know a little different. And that's that's really interesting too, because you wouldn't um, you know just from everybody's wanting to throw it fifty times a game, um, and, and a lot of these you know a lot of college teams and uh, and some of the middle Georgia area teams around here they're wanting to throw it you know seventy percent of the time. So that's really interesting that up north you've got a lot more teams running the triple option, and uh, I love that. Paul Johnson was at Georgia Tech, and we're, we're Tech guys, and I loved watching the triple uh, for so many years and, and for you guys to be able to play that multiple times in a season there's no doubt that y'all definitely had an advantage because your guys seeing the same motions and the dive and the pitch and being able to play your assignments you, you can you, your scout team can practice it decent but they're not going to be like playing at full speed four full games that's that that was that had to be really 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 impressive to do no, it, it was so helpful. And, uh, you know, we felt like, uh, we opened the season with Jefferson, who was a semifinalist team last year. And then we felt like to win our region, we had to beat St. Pius and they were a triple team. And, uh, then it came down to Madison late and they were a triple team. And, um, let's see, we played somebody else in between there, but, but what we started, we started really two years ago. We do an eight minute uh, option period every single day. Uh-huh. 
that we practice. It doesn't matter. Like this year, I don't know. We've only got one triple team as far as I know on our schedule, and they're in week 10. And, and right now we do eight minutes option period every day because if you can fit the option in the run game, it helps you with uh, zone reads. It helps you with um, – you know, power reads with quarterback runs because there's a lot of similarities as to who's fitting what gaps. And so we spend a ton, a ton of time over the course of a year uh, just repping option responsibilities and um, those kind of things. And you have to. The option is something that's so repetitive and it can lull you to sleep. And that's one thing that if you're doing that thing, that that eight-minute thing, uh, eight-minute drill all the time, you, your guys are constantly keeping what they need to keep in front of their, you know, in front of their minds because their eyes can deceive them when oh, it comes tough. to option. You've got to, you got to read your key and know what your responsibility is in any given uh, front or fit. Um, if not, it will give you a fit because <laughs> okay, uh, no they'll be gone. Well, <laughs> let me tell you, you know, I I, I, I played for uh, Stevens County, of course, guys. <clears throat> we ran the triple option up there when I was there. Uh, Coach Nolan, that was under. Uh, at the end of Coach Walker's reign, the beginning of uh, Jay Russell's reign there in Stevens County right. for a short period of time. And, and now let me tell you, if you think the triple option's hard, try running it against a quarterback like me when I wasn't even going to read the keys. I was going to go out there and just do what <laughs> So if you had to guess the keys, you were just going to miss it altogether because I sure did most of the time. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, a lot of I just want to ask you, Coach, here, uh, you know, you guys played Blessed Trinity last year in the state title game there. Close game, 17-14. Uh, how did you enjoy the change in atmosphere going over to Georgia State Stadium, playing out there? Did you enjoy that? Uh, just tell me yeah. about that experience a little bit. <laughs> well, it's funny that, that you asked that because I had a coach somewhere in the playoffs, I'm not going to say who it was, that said, <laughs> it's going to be different playing out outside next week. And I said, well, Coach, if we're able to go play, we'll play them in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's right. We didn't know what it was like to play in the dome, uh, so it was very exciting for our kids and for our community. We just wish we could have done a few things a little better and come out on the on the winning side of that. But you know, bless the Trinity, I got so much respect for. We've played them twice in the last three years in the playoffs, and they're hard, they're tough, oh, yeah. and they're physical. And I respect the kind of ball that they play, and I thought we. We played a really good game. It was a it was a battle. If you go back and watch that film, there was some very physical play going on. And um, but no, it was a great atmosphere. I felt bad for Roger Holmes and those guys on Friday. I went down and watched yeah. part of his game, and um, it was miserable. So I felt bad for that. But I thought Saturday was beautiful. And um, till late, I think it got bad after we left the stadium with some rain. But um, you know, anytime you're playing for something that big, um, the venue is secondary. You know, yeah, it's just yeah. it's just the moment and the opportunity. And uh, but we were we were very pleased, and and we had a great crowd, and that helped. And we were on the small side, and I think that helped as far as the crowd. And, yep. uh, but it was a good experience for us. It really was. Yeah, and I tell you what, Coach, y'all's game was one of my favorites because um, I played both ways at Dublin, and so I've got a, a, a certain type of fondness for tough physical activity, playing offensive and defensive line. And I'm telling you, 
physical is an understatement for the game that y'all played because that game <laughs> was tough. I mean, I'm talking about there was some big, big hits and just two teams with a ton of discipline, as you can tell, 17 to 14. Yeah. I mean, low scoring, which is, you know, Dublin put up 40 or 50 points. I mean, scoring a lot of points, you know, it's just kind of crazy. Um, but, you know, um, I just really enjoyed how physical y'all's game was uh, in the state championship. Well, thank you for saying that. And we take a lot of pride in playing physical football. And so does Blessed Trinity and, and Tim. Um, McFarland's a really close friend of mine. And we've grown to appreciate each other's style of play. And uh, we're similar in a lot of ways, but very different in a lot of ways. And, uh, you know, we just wanted to get those suckers, and we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Uh, best friends uh, every other day of the year. Just not, <laughs> not on that day, right? That's right. Well, well, Coach, since we are here in Middle Georgia, we got about three minutes left, and it, since it is your uh, one of your rivals there with North Oconee, uh, if we can just look back a little bit to last year as we were rolling through that playoff bracket, you know, North County had to uh, North Oconee had to play West Lawrence, which is you know one of our teams here in Lawrence County, and right. uh, West Lawrence got the got the better of, of North Oconee there. Uh, you want to share? Did you get to see that game? Do you uh, did you get to watch that one at all? I did not, and I have not. Um, okay. No, and I know that um, North had gone a game or two without their quarterback, and then he, I think he got to come back for that game, and it was wet, muddy. But uh, you know, they're they're a good. I, I did see West Lawrence against Blessed Trinity, and they had a really good football team. Yeah. On film, and so uh, you know, I heard that was a really competitive game, and. Uh, you know, uh, Tyler Arndt has done an unbelievable job at North Oconee. He's, he's really done a good job. I got a lot of respect for how they uh, do things down there as well. Well, Coach, uh, we really do appreciate you taking some time to be on the phone with us here today. And uh, if you didn't know, we're going to share some news with you. Uh, the Rob, Ben, and Joe show here, we're going to be doing the uh, the only live high school scoreboard show coming out of middle Georgia this year. So, uh, you know, we're Uh-oh. talking with our friends there in North Taylor, Georgia. Ted yeah. Taylor's, uh, y'all are following his lead. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, oh, Ted Taylor up there, WCON, and then Tommy Palmer, of course, down here in the south of the state. Uh, but we are going to try to connect all those dots. So we certainly do hope that we'll get to talk to you a little bit further on down the road and uh, join in with you maybe on a Friday night or two afterwards. We'd appreciate that. All right. So uh, thank you for being on. And, Coach, we'll give you the last word. Anything else you want to share before we get out of here? No, I just appreciate what you're doing. I'm really excited about the possibility of football in the state of Georgia. I truly believe, uh, I think Alabama and Tennessee both are slated to play next Friday night. And I think if we can get Friday nights in America going, that it'll be a huge healing process for our country. And I hope that, uh, we get that opportunity and, um, and we, and I know that nobody will ever take it for, uh, for granted again. And so. Appreciate what you guys do for high school football, and thank you for having me on. Well, Coach, we certainly do appreciate it. And, again, if you're looking for a quarterback that does not run the triple option very well, give me a call. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. Thanks, Coach. All right, Coach uh, Travis Nolan there, Oconee County, on the phone with us. We appreciate him giving us a call. We'll be right back. We've got Kurt Williams from Lanier County up next. South Georgia going to bring the region to doom here. On the Rob, Ben, and Joe show. Stick around. That's coming up.
community and collegiate sports. The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show will be right back. Guys, sports, hunting, and dogs, well, they all click. And this will, too. Refit your home with natural gas appliances. You can save a ton of money, up to $400 in rebates. With a new gas grill, gas logs, furnace, or stove, check it out at RebateRally.com. Three easy steps, gets new appliances for you, and saves you up to $400. Go clean and go click it up like a big dog with natural gas appliances. Check it out, RebateRally.com. With City of Dublin Natural Gas. From the farmer's field that produces your food to the football field where your home team plays, Georgia Farm Bureau is committed to helping Georgia communities thrive. Georgia Farm Bureau provides peace of mind to families through home, auto, and life insurance with affordable coverage and exceptional service. With more than 150 offices around Georgia, Georgia Farm Bureau is always the home team. Call your local Lawrence County Georgia Farm Bureau agent, Mr. Phil Phillips. Call 478-277-0508. This is John Nelson of GPB Sports and the Soccer Down Here Network. You're listening to Middle Georgia's number one team for community and collegiate sports from Atlanta to Savannah and all points in between. It's the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Enjoy, everybody. Eyeballs Marketing and Signs. That's Eyeballs with a Z. I-B-A-L-Z is all about everything you need for printing services, marketing services, apparel services, signage, banners, wraps for your vehicles, design services, or a whole lot more. Whatever you need in your business to get your message out there, you can count on Eyeballs. I-B-A-L-Z dot com. Eyeballs Marketing and Sign in Warner Robins. Come down to Bubba's Tire Center where we have your best selection of tires for your summer activities and back-to-school traveling. Come down and see our newly renovated showroom, our expanded parking area, and the quality and customer service that you've grown to love and know. Summer savings are still in effect. And don't forget your Goodyear card if you need a little more time to pay on those tires. Come on down and see the friendly folks at Bubba's Tire Center with a fresh new look and additional parking. Bubba's Tire Center, 1318 Bellevue Avenue, where we do tires and a whole lot more. Hungry for summer? Marco's Pizza is delivering endless summer flavor with unlimited medium one-topping pizzas for just $6.99 each. At Marco's, you'll get dough made from scratch, an original sauce recipe, our signature three fresh cheeses and toppings you'll love, all cooked at 450 degrees and served contact-free. Order with our app or at Marco's.com today. Marco's Pizza, the Italian way. Prices and participation may vary. Now back to Rob, Ben, and Joe. Brought to you by Bubba's Tire and Network One Sports. Back here on the Rob Ben and Joe Show, hanging out with you and having a great time. Uh, Coach Travis Nolan on the phone with us here to start the show from Oconee County. And Rob Ben and Joe Show, of course, brought to you by our friends at Eyeballs Marketing and Media, Bubba's Tire Center. We've got uh, Marcos Pete's uh, Georgia Farm Bureau and, of course, our friends at uh, Dublin uh, Municipal Gas and a whole lot more. You can find us anytime at rbjshow.com. Find us in Spotify or your Apple's iTunes, your iOS device. Download the show. Take us with you wherever you want to go. And, of course, you can find us on the old Facebook or Two-Face, as my brother-in-law says. That's <laughs> RBJ Show or RBJ Podcast right there. And uh, Instagram and Twitter, it's just at RBJ Show. So all of that out of the way, and uh, we got in the second half of the show here, uh, Coach uh, Kurt Williams from down there in the region of Doom 2A from South Georgia, Lanier County. How you doing, Coach? 
Let me get Coach plugged up there. Hang on a second. <laughs> get my get my line in. Coach, you there with us? Coach? Hey. There right, he is. There he is. We're here. Had you on mute, Coach. My fault. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering. I was just... He's just talking away there. Best line you've ever delivered right there. Nobody heard it, right? Dead silence on my end. <laughs> I hear you. Well, Coach, uh, sorry about that. Uh, how are you doing, my friend? Great, man. Just got off the practice field, had a good day on the grass, and and uh, ready for some dinner. I hear you, man. How's that South Georgia heat treating y'all today? It is hot as Hades up here in Dublin today, let me tell you. Uh, we got less. I think it was 86 or 87 down here. Ooh, we've, got wow. a, we've got rain the past couple of days, so that's nice. Uh, a, little, a little muggy, but, uh, you know. Not too bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt like it was a break. We got a, a got a cloud for a big uh, cloud overs for half the practice, so that's always nice. Yeah, it's, that's what our coach used to run around the field screaming. You you must be living right, boys. You must be living right. You got a cloud <laughs> <laughs> when you get a cloud or get a breeze. That's always good. Uh, well, coach, we had our friend uh, Travis Nolan on from uh, Region Now Eight AAA as they moved down. Uh, to start the show and talking about some good football in North Georgia there. But, of course, we got you in the region of Doom here coming out of 2A and uh, down there near Valdosta, Lanier County. So uh, tell us a little bit about what you got coming up this year. Tell us about your team and what, what's happening with the fellas. Yeah, well, uh, Lanier County has not always been known for uh, football. Um, it's always been a basketball school. We've only had football for about 23 years. Um, but we have – uh, steadily improved over the past two years, and we got a really good senior group of guys, um, and have really laid the foundation to to have a good year this year. We've got uh, five return starters on offense and seven on defense, and uh, a lot of those guys are are three year starters that were with me uh, my first year here, and, and got a big junior class that that we need to step up and, and come through for us this year. That's awesome, Coach. If you when you have when you have a nice uh, a bunch that gets a lot of playing time earlier, Ben and I was I was able to start and play quarterback as a sophomore. Ben did too. We had a class like that that got three years together. And when you get to that senior year, like those guys are at, they feel really really comfortable with how you're coaching them, what you expect of them, and they're able to feed that into the younger guys that are the sophomores and the juniors. And if you can get your seniors to get those juniors to buy into the same playing level, you could be on to something pretty strong. Absolutely. Uh, our quarterback is a uh, four-year starter, so it's the game's moving really slow for him right now. Absolutely. It's, it's been apparent in camp that um, our experienced guys, we're getting what we thought with them, and that's the inexperienced guys that are in new roles, um, not necessarily new roles, but getting their first taste of varsity action that, that uh, they're not as consistent as we need to be, and we need to clean that up. And uh, so, but our it's it's really been a fresh uh, breath, of fresh air for your culture finally to start take take place in year three. Yeah, for sure. And you have a quarterback that's a that's a four year starter. That's that's phenomenal. I mean, that's that's not very common um, at any level um, to have that. And so, uh, what uh, what what offense are you guys running down there? Uh, we're, we're spread, um, but we're, we're kind of multiple. We can get some pro sets and we want to run the ball. Um, if we don't have to throw the ball, we'll just run it all game, but we want to be balanced and, uh, spread it all over the field, throw it deep, stretch the field, intermediate screens, 
and uh, we want to run it up inside too. So we we try to just balance you out, formation you, and see see uh, what you're giving us, and and take advantage of it. Gotcha, man. Well, that's uh, that's cool stuff there. And uh, on uh, on the offensive side, who are your uh, who are your two or three guys uh, outside of the quarterback? It can be linemen, skill guys. Who are those two or three guys over there that you're looking to have some pretty big years and are your playmakers when you need something to happen? Yeah, we got uh we got two um, returning linemen who are seniors and uh, Kelvin Gaines and D Henry. Um, who are both three-year starters at left tackle and left guard. Um, and we got two uh, returning receivers. One was a all-region wide receiver in Kish Wright um, as a sophomore. And then uh, Xavier Ryan is opposite of him. He was second-team all-region last year. And uh, those guys have improved tremendously. They've had big all-seasons and uh, third-year in the system. And, you know, it's just becoming – it's come, become a natural for them. Um, and then we, we're breaking in a sophomore running back that we, we feel like could be special in Jalen Calhoun. That's exciting, Coach. Well, I take it you're going to be running left a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we won't tell anybody, though, okay? <laughs> Well, we might have to get in the flip-flop. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. That's right. You might have to move them around. And, oh, uh, but I tell you what, that that experience helps bring the other guys along, though, man. You can really – because if the right guard and the right tackle, if they don't have as much experience um, or even the center, the guy left guard and left tackle coming into year three, they know what is expected of them. And, you know, if it's like anything else, if you got a different – if you got a front and it's, it flops around your play, you know, your rules just flip if it's running to their side. So if they got a question in the huddle, you know, they, they can really kind of shut the dust down. People don't realize how important it is to have some experience on the offensive line. Yeah, I, I, I can't say enough about my seniors. My seniors have done a great job leading, and I really feel like that's why we've had the success we've had this summer and, and fall, especially dealing with the pandemic stuff. So, um, you know, looking forward to getting – getting to play a real ball game here shortly. That's exactly right. And, Coach, uh, what do y'all look like on the defensive side of the ball? Um, you kind of y'all stick to a certain um, setup. I mean, are you even, odd, like to play cover two, cover three, you like to man up? What kind of what kind of defense do you um, you like to put out there? Uh, we are uh, – we're multiple, and we'll, we'll jump in and out of even and odd fronts, um, just depending on what kind of sets we're getting from off, uh, offenses and um, – Kind of the same thing coverage wise. We can play man. We play more zone than, than man right now, but we kind of just got a big toolbox and we reach in there and grab whatever tool we need to, to pull out stops. That's, uh, yes, that's always a good thing to have. And, um, what kind of, uh, what kind of guys do you have some returners on defense? Do y'all go, uh, you, you, you send some guys both ways, some guys that play offense, slide over there and play defense, or, uh, you got some guys that, you know, defensive guys coming back that you feel good about? Yeah, I'm, well, it's, it's some of the same guys. I mean, single-A ball, we probably got 18 to 20 guys, maybe uh, maybe 22 that can that are going to play on a Friday night and and rotate in on both sides. And uh, Kelvin Gaines is probably uh, – he's our returning tackler up front on D-line. Uh, and he also plays left tackle, of course. Roy Johnson's our middle linebacker. He's our leading tackler. He's another senior. Uh, I believe he had like 120 tackles last year. Yeah, good, good and uh, we've got uh, two guys in the back, uh, Andreas Anderson and Keontae Hodges. They're both three- and four-year starters. Um, 
got a lot of tackles and a lot of experience and, and, you know, it's, it's kind of the same way on defense. Those guys got three or four years. The game has slowed down. They know our system on defense. We're able to communicate and get guys lined up. We're, we're starting to play fast and physical, and I'm really excited about us on defense. That is an undersold trait of a defense, in my personal opinion, because once you understand your role, you really understand how the puzzle fits, um, you know, if you're depending on what's happening. And I remember starting as a sophomore on defense, you're really kind of just, all right, well, I'm responsible for, for C-gap here, and i got to spill the trap, you know, and then or, or whatever. And, you know, you, you start – you're really just focused on the what do I have to do. Well, then when you become a junior, you get some more time, you realize – why you're doing it. And then when you're yeah. a senior, you're not worried about the what or the why. You're like, how am I going to do it as good as I possibly can? Right. And that's what I think you'll yeah. get to experience with some of those guys in the back end and different things. They're anticipating, it, uh, you know, a post corner or they're anticipating, you know, smash or whatever you might see. Absolutely. They're, they're jumping on things. Yeah. They, they, they notice that receiver cut a split and changes route. They notice that kind of stuff because they got the experience, like you said. That's right. Well, Coach, let me ask you this. Uh, you know, there was some reorganization in the in the conferences and the regions uh, going into this year. And, uh, you know, you guys got rid of one pretty good program, but you brought in another with Brooks County there coming in. <laughs> uh, with, uh, so you got uh, Atco and, and, of course, Irwin and Brooks County and Clinch and Turner and Charlton and all these teams on there that you got to line up against every week. Uh Tell me what you think about that exchange of bringing Brooks County into your region. Because we played those guys twice last year, remember, in Dublin here. So, uh, pretty good yeah, program. Yeah. Coach, <laughs> yeah, Coach Freeman's a good friend, a friend of ours. And uh, we uh, we lost Wilcox, and Wilcox was – They're a pretty good program. <laughs> probably every bit as good as Brooks was last year, um, you know. And because uh, they – they hit us in the mouth when we went out to Rochelle. <laughs> you know, I, I think we got on the bus at halftime. We didn't get <laughs> And, uh, but, uh, you know, um, it's going to be the same deal. I mean, Brooks is really good. Played them in the past. Um, it's going to be really physical, but, you know, the rest of our region is, it's brutal, man. I mean, it's, you get into the office on Sunday and like, who oh, you got this week? Uh, <laughs> The next week, oh, we got Irwin. And it's just like game after game after game, you better buckle it up and get ready to play 48 minutes. And you better be ready to coach. There's some good coaches down here too, so. Oh yeah, well that's uh, that was the the fun. <clears throat> I was telling Robin Ben about the fact that in today's show we had a uh, you know the North Georgia representation from a uh, uh, from uh, Coach Travis Nolan there, and then we've got the South Georgia. Uh, recognition here out of Lanier County uh, with you guys tonight, Coach Williams. So it's fun to talk about those regions and those teams and, and who's playing good ball. And by the way, I think we can all agree. We all profess that the two-way players, the single ball, uh, single A, double A football, it's a little tougher brand of football, we believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ain't no doubt. I mean, see a guy go 48 minutes in, in August. Yeah. Man, like, that kid is tough. Yeah. Yes, yes, sir. Uh, I, and uh, I got I got the two way player award uh, my senior year, and I could I think I cherish that more than anything else because I, you know, they, people don't understand how much conditioning and all that we have to do at lower classifications, you know, because you know you're not playing your 24 minutes, you're playing 48. 
And you probably don't have a sub on special teams either. You know, I mean, you, you know, kickoff returning, you're trying to catch, you're trying to catch a blow because you know y'all just got ripped off off of a fast drive, you know, and then you're having to get you're having to get out there on kickoff return. I'm on the front line and you're running back and trying to get a double team, and you got to turn around and get ready to play offense. I mean, it's a different level. Of it's, it's, and you have to have a two track mind too. You got to flip the switch. It's just a totally different atmosphere. So I have a special fondness for teams in single A and double A when the guys really carry the bell because it's a it's a totally different ball game. Absolutely, absolutely. You have to simplify the playbook and and really get good at fundamentals. I mean, that's can like you say, get in shape. So. Well, Coach, let me ask you this. Uh, we ask all of our coaches kind of the same similar line of questions here. And, and one fun one that we always like to ask is, uh, of all the places you get to go play or the environments that you get to play in, uh, if you take your home stadium and home crowd out of the mix here, Coach, tell us that place where you really uh, think it's just a fun place to line up and play football on a Friday night. Oh, man, that's probably our whole reason. I mean, it's wherever you go. I mean, everyone's got a great place. they got a great stadium. Clinch has got a great place, the stadium and atmosphere. Uh, Charlton down in the swamp. Um, so, you know, you walk in, they're playing the the uh, Seminole Chop. <laughs> they got it lit up. Fired huh? up. I mean, you, you know, everywhere you go, you see state champion banners and region champion banners. I mean, it's, it's just so much tradition out here. It's it's kind of, you know, you pick a, pick a stone up and throw it, you're going to see some good football. <laughs> That's right. There's some good football to be played down and around those those areas for sure. It, it's interesting It's interesting how it's isolated, like, you know, isolated in that area in single A. I mean, they're just consistently tough, good football programs down there, yeah. man. I mean, you hear, you, hear about, you hear about those regions down there, and I know I, I always have. The connotation is, if you ask somebody about it, anybody that knows about Georgia high school football, oh man, them boys down there are tough. <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and you can ask college, college coaches tell you all the time. We want South Georgia kids if we can get them out of the state because we know they're going to play hard and they're going to be tough and they're going to be ready to play. Yeah, that's in. In the thing is, is in the piece, and it really bothers. Uh, ben and I and, and Joe to our core, uh, we're kind of old school, I guess, in the fact that we really enjoy the physical aspects of the football game. And, you know, it, it's gotten pretty cute um, with some of this stuff that goes on here and there on some of the plays and stuff. So it's refreshing to see the, the South Georgia teams and the Middle Georgia teams, and there are a few up north, but to keep that physical brand of football because that is really what breeds the best players um, at the next level and even that go on to play in the NFL. Yes, yes. Well, I will profess something right here with you, Coach. I normally wouldn't say this, but I just had Coach Travis Nolan on the phone with us, too, and we were joking around about some football up there and some of the rival games. I'm originally, Coach, if you didn't know, from Stevens County, uh, the, the yeah. Indians in Stevens County, and our biggest rival up there is Hart County, okay? Now, Hart County is one of those teams that throw the ball around, dance a whole lot, you know. But you go out there and you punch them in the mouth for the first half, and those boys don't want to play much in the second <laughs> half, you know? So it, it got a little cute. So that's what we're referring to here is, uh, you know, 
in North Georgia, you can find that team and punch them in the face real hard, and then they kind of lay down on you, you know? It doesn't yeah. happen that way in South Georgia too much. <laughs> you punch somebody in the mouth down here, they stand there and go, boy, we're fixing to fight. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. You that every week down here. That's right. So, Coach, with that in mind, tell us a little bit about this, just this year coming up. I know you got a tough schedule, and, and you never, you know, overlook one to look at another, but who's that team that you're, you're kind of eyeballing going, man, this is going to be our measuring stick here. This is going to tell us have we progressed, what are we doing, where are we going. Who's that team you're looking at this year? Well, the first two region games is Irwin and Brooks. <laughs> so we will know um, right offhand, first region game, where we're at in the region. Um, so it's it's – like I said, it's it's every week down here, man. <laughs> you every every week you put on some cleats, you go you oh, have to yeah, somebody. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's you know, even the, the bottom of the region, you know, with us and Echo and uh Charlton had a bad year, all of us are gonna be better. So it's Oh yeah. It's, well, it's gonna be tough. Yeah, and Coach, I got a question for you here. You know, coming into a program that traditionally has not had much tradition um, with football and, and that kind of thing, talk a little bit about how that process was coming in, trying to get the culture to change, to flip your, you know, being there now for a couple of years. Just talk a little bit about what your first couple of things coming in that you wanted to change to kind of get as a staple to bring uh, to bring your program up um, to be in those playoff conversations. Well, the first thing was first thing I had to try to convince people to play football. Really, um, I had I think I had year one only had thirteen guys that had ever even played football. Wow. I ain't, oh, about taking a, I ain't even talking about taking a snap in the game. I only had like five that had taken a snap oh in the game. Oh, my goodness, Coach. Oh, my God. So I had a ton of kids that were like juniors that had never played. Um, so that was kind of the first order business, just getting people out. Jeez. And uh, then the second thing was buying into the weight room, obviously. You cannot win games in South Georgia if you're not in the weight room. Um, and then the third thing was just building that culture of, um, doing things the right way every single day, loving, loving each other, sacrificing and committing and becoming that team so that when you come into the building, you feel a difference and like, Hey man, this, this football thing's all right. And, uh, so, and we've done a great job here before I got here at the rec department and our middle school had gotten. Uh, our middle school went to the final four of our conference, which hadn't been done in years. So now I'm getting these kids that have played football all their life that are ninth and 10th grade, 11th grade. And now start, you, you start to see a difference. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's very exciting. And then everything with no culture, no tradition, everything you do then becomes the tradition. That's right. So it's it's kind of cool compared to all these other places that have been established for, I don't know, a hundred years. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and you know, their grandma and their, or, or their grandpa and great grandpa and uncle and cousin, all these play for the teams. We don't have that. We're just now getting into the first generation of, uh, football players. We're just now getting their sons on the team. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. That is, that is really neat. That is, that is remarkable that you had to go and 
basically beat the bushes to get kids to come out and only had not even taken a snap. That's just so hard to believe um, in, in, in that you had to, you know, really go up against that type yeah, of wall. Yeah, that's interesting. That's so crazy because, you know, down here, you know, Dublin, everybody's, you know, middle school programs are strong. You know, you roll into JV teams are strong, and you just kind of roll into that. So you were up against a really, really tough task. But it's really cool, though, that your program and your school system and your community bought in to say, hey, man, you know, if we're going to be better here, we got to start at the middle school level so these kids already have those experience. I don't care how, if they're 12, 13 years old, those plays and that just those seeds that are getting dropped and how to get in a stance and all that stuff, it, it directly affects the product when they become into high school. It's, it just doesn't happen overnight. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's – we've uh... – it's just amazing to see our sixth grade quarterback out there today at scrimmage running our high school place. And so it's, you know, and, and kids are just, we haven't started school yet. So they're, I mean, they're coming up here all day. Hey, coach, can I get in the weight room and list? Yeah, come on. Come on in. They, just, they have really bought in and they start to have fun. They, they know they're getting better. And it's just been, it's been a fun ride, man. We haven't won a whole lot of games, but just seeing the improvement in kids year after year after year. Um, it's been fun and, uh, you know, they just hired this young guy and said, they don't don't know anything about head coaching. We're going to stick him in there and see what he does. (laughs) I tell you what, coach, I love to hear that story. We love the fact you're on the show with us here tonight and you're bringing your audience and and getting to share your story. Sounds a lot like East Lawrence here in in Lawrence County. Coach Ben Turner, uh, the head coach over at East Lawrence, he's only been there three, four years, something like that, just like you. And a program and having to rebuild a program going through exactly what you just outlined there. So, uh, you, we've seen it here. I have a lot of respect for Coach Turner. I have a lot of respect for what you're doing down there. Uh, we're so proud to have you on the show here today. So, uh, we'll give you a last, uh, couple of minutes here, Coach. Is there anything you want to share? Just anything you want to talk about? Anybody on your team that, uh, anything you want to recognize before we, before we, uh, get on to the breaks here? No, man. I'm, just, uh, you know, glad, glad you guys had me on. Really excited about. Uh, the fall, I know my kids are, have done a great job all summer going through, um, these guidelines and, and, um, you know, busting our tail every day to try to do all that and get ready for a, for a normal football season and just really excited and hope, hoping that we can build on our momentum that we've, uh, built the past two years. So. Shoot, yeah. And, Coach, we wish you all the best in the world. And I'll tell you, just like we uh, we told Coach Nolan there, uh, we want to hear more from you as we come up into the football season. Uh, we have the only live high school scoreboard show in middle Georgia coming out this year. Uh, so we would love to talk to you after each and every game and uh, or a representative from your school and just hear how things are going down there. And, uh, you know, that way we can communicate across the rest of middle Georgia and the state just uh, what's happening in uh, Lanier County. We'd appreciate your time, if you don't mind. So, yes, sir. Yes, sir. It'd be good stuff. And uh, as I told Coach Nolan, uh, you guys need anybody that can't run the option very well, give me a call. <laughs> I probably got a year, I got a half left in my legs, probably, something like that. Can you get out there to outside beer? Can you? Yeah. What is, uh, I'm as good once as I ever was. Is that me? <laughs> I could do it one time for you, Coach. I'd be... <laughs> there you go, Coach Kurt Williams from Lanier County. We appreciate you being on my friend. Thanks, sir. All right, y'all be good. We're going to come back on the back half of the break, talk about next week. You're listening to the Rob Ben and Joe Show. Stick around.
Middle Georgia's number one choice for community and collegiate sports. The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show will be right back. Guys, sports hunting and dogs, well, they all click. And this will too. Refit your home with natural gas appliances. You can save a ton of money, up to $400 in rebates. With a new gas grill, gas logs, furnace, or stove, check it out at rebaterally.com. Three easy steps gets new appliances for you and saves you up to $400. Go clean and go click it up like a big dog with natural gas appliances. Check it out, rebaterally.com. With City of Dublin Natural Gas. From the farmer's field that produces your food to the football field where your home team plays, Georgia Farm Bureau is committed to helping Georgia communities thrive. Georgia Farm Bureau provides peace of mind to families through home, auto, and life insurance with affordable coverage and exceptional service. With more than 150 offices around Georgia, Georgia Farm Bureau is always the home team. Call your local Lawrence County Georgia Farm Bureau agent, Mr. Phil Phillips. Call 478-277-0508. This is John Nelson of GPB Sports and the Soccer Down Here Network. You're listening to Middle Georgia's number one team for community and collegiate sports from Atlanta to Savannah and all points in between. It's the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Enjoy, everybody. Eyeballs Marketing and Signs. That's Eyeballs with a Z. I-B-A-L-Z is all about everything you need for printing services, marketing services, apparel services, signage, banners, wraps for your vehicles, design services, or a whole lot more. Whatever you need in your business to get your message out there, you can count on Eyeballs. I-B-A-L-Z dot com. Eyeballs Marketing and Sign in Warner Robins. Come down to Bubba's Tire Center where we have your best selection of tires for your summer activities and back-to-school traveling. Come down and see our newly renovated showroom, our expanded parking area, and the quality and customer service that you've grown to love and know. Summer savings are still in effect, and don't forget your Goodyear card if you need a little more time to pay on those tires. Come on down and see the friendly folks at Bubba's Tire Center with a fresh new look and additional parking. Bubba's Tire Center, 1318 Bellevue Avenue, where we do tires and a whole lot Hungry for summer? Marco's Pizza is delivering endless summer flavor with unlimited medium one-topping pizzas for just $6.99 each. At Marco's, you'll get dough made from scratch, an original sauce recipe, our signature three fresh cheeses and toppings you'll love, all cooked at 450 degrees and served contact-free. Order with our app or at marcos.com today. Marco's Pizza, the Italian way. Prices and participation may vary. Now back to Rob, Ben, and Joe. Brought to you by Bubba's Tire and Network One Sports. Robin and Joshua back here with you having a good time. Man, Travis Nolan and Kurt Williams on there from uh, Oconee County and Lanier County, respectfully. Good show tonight, guys. Absolutely. Talking about football all over the state of Georgia. And uh, breaking news there, uh, we shared, you know, the high school scoreboard show we'll have this year. So that's going to be a lot of fun. It Can't is. wait. Tennessee and Alabama states get high school football rolling uh, this this coming week, so uh, that'll be good. That'll be yeah. a good. It'll be a good measuring stick. Oh, yeah. I think some guys can just get out, just there get out and there, get out there and start playing. Just I play. think it'll really help get over the hump. That's right. But here's a real big question. We we were talking off here talking about Coach Spurrier and some of the comments we've heard. You know the 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 pack uh, and uh, the big over there in the. <laughs> I don't even call them conferences. It's the pack in the field. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Coach Spurrier said, you know, national championship talk. Let's talk about it real quick, guys. Uh, it doesn't matter, right? Well, the I, SEC and the ACC are playing, so we know they're going to be represented anyway. I just thought it was funny. And uh, for our listeners here, most of them will appreciate this unless we have a couple <laughs> of Ohio State fans. And sorry if you're offended, but, <laughs> you know, the SEC and ACC are playing. So technically, I mean, the national championship is probably going to be accurate. Yeah. I mean, if they all play, because it was going to be either, you know, Trevor Lawrence first, whoever from the SEC. So. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Prove me, can prove you, me wrong. Can you, can you hear Jim Harbaugh just crying, though, in the oh spring? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because he's like, well, we, we didn't get to play, you know, or, or whatever, and then they're going to they're gonna want their own little deal, you know. And he would have and he would have <laughs> lost to Michigan State, and he would have gotten beat by Notre Dame or whoever else. He he just is he, he is just a consistent model of underachieving. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he would they go, love him. He'd, they go, love to, him, he'd right? go to Northwestern and lose by two touchdowns. And, but yeah. now that you got Tell you why. Northwestern would finish got, three and but, nine. But <laughs> I, think, I think what Spurrier said is accurate. ACC, it is. SEC. Notre Dame is now playing a full ACC schedule. Yeah. So, I mean, if you come out of both of those, a 10-game conference schedule from each one of those guys, ACC and SEC, you play a game. Why not? Why not? That's two more conference games than we were seeing, and they were still getting there. That's right. You know what? And, you know, I'm a little sad we won't see a Rose Bowl. But, you yeah. know, I just like the Rose Bowl. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, granddaddy of all. It's, it's always nice to watch that game. Yeah. It's always, it. it's always it's fun. always around the holidays. It's just a good time, you know. You, you're you're probably having family over, That's or right. you're you, you know eating eating food and you love just, sitting you, on the couch just vegging out. Absolutely, some, yeah, watching is, those sport that yeah. that run of sports during the holidays. There you go. And it's like, huh? Yeah, can't well, do that. You probably won't have fans either. So there you go. You can find us on Facebook, RBJ Podcast. You can tell us if it matters if anybody other than the ACC and SEC are playing. We really don't care. <laughs> 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 That's a natty right there. So we'll see how. It goes goes but uh, we appreciate you guys joining us here each and every week on the show and uh, we will be back next week to talk more high school football as we roll toward hopefully what is going to be a, a, a lift off a ramp in that September 4th week there getting ready for some ball and uh, I would love to see any feedback on the on the SEC ACC talk and the fact that Notre Dame's in the ACC let me tell you you know my disgust for the for the Notre Dame independent yeah Absolutely. independent they're independent no more just boo on the just boo <laughs> I'm gonna love to see them I want to see him get smacked around by some ACC teams I'm gonna love I want to see. All right, well, thanks again to Travis Nolan from Oconee County and Kurt Williams from Lanier County. We appreciate him joining us here tonight. And uh, we could have Dr. Robin uh, Hines on us next week with a GHSA executive director. We might have him back on there. But uh, we will see. He, he said we would be in contact shortly. So hopefully that will be next week. <laughs> Insider. Inside ball right there. Until next week, thanks uh, to all of our sponsors. You'll hear me again in just a minute. Thanks for joining us on RBJ Show. Don't forget to download the show on Spotify. Uh, we'll see you next week. Middle Georgia's number one choice for community and collegiate sports. The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show will be right back. You know what, guys? Sports, hunting, and dogs, well, they all click. And this will, too. Refit your home with natural gas appliances. You can save a ton of money, up to $400 in rebates. With a new gas grill, gas logs, furnace, or stove, check it out at RebateRally.com. Three easy steps. Gets new appliances for you and saves you up to $400. Go clean and go click it up like a big dog with natural gas appliances. Check it out. RebateRally.com. With City of Dublin Natural Gas.
From the farmer's field that produces your food to the football field where your home team plays, Georgia Farm Bureau is committed to helping Georgia communities thrive. Georgia Farm Bureau provides peace of mind to families through home, auto, and life insurance with affordable coverage and exceptional service. With more than 150 offices around Georgia, Georgia Farm Bureau is always the home team. Call your local Lawrence County Georgia Farm Bureau agent, Mr. Phil Phillips. Call 478-277-0508. This is John Nelson of GPB Sports and the Soccer Down Here Network. You're listening to Middle Georgia's number one team for community and collegiate sports from Atlanta to Savannah and all points in between. It's the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Enjoy, everybody. Eyeballs Marketing and Signs. That's Eyeballs with a Z. I-B-A-L-Z is all about everything you need for printing services, marketing services, apparel services, signage, banners, wraps for your vehicles, design services, or a whole lot more. Whatever you need in your business to get your message out there, you can count on Eyeballs. I-B-A-L-Z dot com. Eyeballs Marketing and Signs.